0: Good morning. This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast, and this is Pastor Alva Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming back this morning with another message from God's Word. We're happy to be with you. I wish you'd sit down and write me. Let me know that you're listening. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785. Also, our website on the internet, I wish you'd you folks who have access to the Internet would jot down our address. It's www.radiomissions.org. And we have Voice of Truth magazine, our radio Bible and book room, much, many articles by the late Pastor Shelton and Dr. Copeland. So if you would, look us up there on our web. We've been bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the god of this world now, for several weeks. And uh, we've come coming. Coming on down, we have several more studies to bring. Under the general theme of Satan, the God of this world, we want to look this morning, begin a study in, in our uh, broadcast on uh, the coming world Antichrist. Now, I know that that's normally and usually a very interesting subject to many of our folks. You don't hear this, do you? No, no, you don't hear this. You don't hear this on your lo- local radio station. The coming world Antichrist. Listen now, and it's under the general theme, Satan, the God of this world. Looking at Satan and his work and method from all different angles. That's what we're going to be doing. Our text is found for the message uh, study is Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. This is the first prophetic utterance of prom- and promise found in God's word, we have stated here very plainly that the seed of the serpent shall bruise his heel; the seed of the woman and the seed, the seed of the woman, and the seed of the woman shall bruise thy head. The seed of the serpent, the seed of the woman, is Christ. That's right. Let me go back and read that again. Now, make sure you've understood it. We've stated here very plainly that the seed of the serpent shall bruise his heel. The seed of the woman, the seed of the woman shall bruise thy head. The seed of the serpent, the seed of the woman, listen now, the seed of the woman is Christ, according to Galatians 6, 3.16. 6, uh, 3, and now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to seeds as of many but as of one, and to thy seed which is Christ. So we see from this scripture in the seed that the seed of the woman, referred to in Genesis 3.15, is Christ. Then in Luke 1.35, we see set forth the same truth in these words. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Then Christ is the seed of the woman, prophesied here in our text. This passage then is a clear prediction of the miraculous conception of the virgin birth of Christ, the seed of the woman. Now, let's look at that expression, the seed of the serpent. Would you just sit and listen? Would you perk up your ears and listen? Jehovah speaks here, thy seed, as speaking to one individual. <clears throat> the first thing we notice is that expression, the seed of the serpent, cannot be taken literally, whichever one will acknowledge, as the serpent has loaned his body to, to Satan. So Jehovah, so Jehovah Jesus here was speaking indirectly to Satan. He was addressing Satan and when he said thy seed he was speaking of the son of Satan or the coming world antichrist just as he was speaking of the coming Christ when he said to the woman her seed all through the scriptures you will find the spirit of Christ and the spirit of antichrist these two lines of truth parallel each other throughout the entire bible all through the prophets the psalms and new testament This one who will come into mortal combat with the seed of the woman and who will overcome and finally be conquered by Christ is set forth and clearly revealed. The student of God's word must see and understand these two great truths or lines of thought to be able to trace them throughout the entire Bible or he'll never understand God's word. Now that's right, my friend. In our earlier studies on Satan, we showed you from God's word who Satan is, where he came from, his character, and his work. We found in our study on the 28th chapter of Ezekiel that Satan was the anointed cherub that covereth, and that he was the guardian angel of the throne of God and led the worship, all the worship of the universe. He was the highest of all created beings of the angelic host and was given the most unique and highest place of authority given to any angel he was next to Christ in power was perfect in beauty sealed up in this sum full of wisdom he was perfect in all his ways and was most honored in all the heavenly beings in jehovah by jehovah then we found that one day his heart was lifted up because of his beauty that is uniquely back up iniquity was found in him which is in essence in what one, is one's own opinion now that's right my friend that he corrupted his wisdom by reason of his brightness and according to isaiah 14:14 14, 14, he aspired to be like the most high and that is to be god to take the place of God, to be worshipped as God. This led to his complete fall, his complete ruin, the loss of his place of honor. Christ said that he saw him as lightning fall from heaven when he was cast out. Now, my friend, that's a gracious portion there. The earth being his original throne and place of abode, when judgment fell upon him, according to Genesis 1-2, judgment fell upon this earth. As a result, it lay in waste, covered with darkness, water over the face of the deep, a complete ruin, a complete ruin and wreck, destroyed of everything that was upon it. The rest of the first chapter of Genesis is the story of the restoration of this earth and the creation of Adam and Eve to take it over and subdue it, replenish it, and rule it. This Satan resented. And the third chapter of Genesis is the story of the fall of man seduced. That's right. That's right. Deceived and led to ruin by Satan. Satan led them to their ruin through the same means that he led to his fall. He appealed to their desire to be as God. Then it was that Jehovah Jesus appeared on the scene and gave this prophetic utterance in Genesis 3:15 which is the beginning of the mortal combat between God and Satan the spirit of Satan and the holy spirit and as we said you will find this combat reaches and extends through the entire bible until we come to the new heaven and the new earth jehovah jesus stood there at the beginning of this conflict and said conflict and said the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman will be enmity with each other. Each has hated each other from, the, from the day, that day to this. And from this day until Satan, with his son, the false prophet, with every child of Adam's race, who will not be saved, is cast into the lake of fire, and the warfare will not cease. This conflict has been now going on for nearly 6,000 years. All through the Old Testament, there is prophesied the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the second person of the of the Trinity, who is man's redeemer. Then, throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, there is also prophesied the coming of the Antichrist, the Son of Satan, who is man's sworn enemy, who is set for the destruction of the human heart or for the human race, who hates God and defies God and opposes every child of God without end. Read your Bible closely, will you? Will you read God's word closely? Listen now. Read God's word closely and you'll find or you'll see the trail of the old serpent, just like the old slimy snake now as he... You come across a fresh plowed ground. The snake will be going across there, and we'll come back there tomorrow. We'll see where his old trail was, and he's crawled across the centuries of man, centuries of human time, and left all of that slime and filth, and he'll continue to do so until he's cast into the pit. Let us not forget this one fact. Let us keep it clearly in mind. Satan's one purpose has been, and now is and will continue to be, until it comes it becomes a reality, that is to be worshipped on a worldwide scale, and he'll be worshipped through his son, the Antichrist, who is yet to come. Now, my friends, I'm looking forward to bringing these studies on the Antichrist. I wish you'd listen. I believe we're drawing near to the time of of the end time when the Antichrist will appear on the scene. Are you ready to to go home to be with the Lord, or you want to be with the uh, devil and the Antichrist cast there into the pit? Oh, my friend, don't make fun of the pit of hell. Don't make fun of it. Do you know what hell will be? Oh folks say, well, I'm going there where my friends are. No, your friends won't be there, my friend. If you are, you won't be his friend. There'll be nothing there but weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Have you ever heard anyone wail? I have. I've been to up to where they had a horrendous wreck or accident on the highway, and some man lay there dead on the highway, and his wife and family wailing and weeping and wailing there. But that's nothing to be compared with eternity, my friend. Did you know hell is a bottomless pit? There'll be no bottom there. It says a bottomless pit. There'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. You know why? Because men will gnash their teeth because they could have been saved. Had they turned to the Lord? That's right. Now, someone has written that over the door or the chasm that leads to hell, there'll be a sign there that says, no hope. No hope. When you plunge there into that bottomless pit, as you go by that door, I can imagine you'll see that sign. Maybe it's a neon sign. I don't know. Like the barrooms now in the smoke-filled barrooms, they put those pretty flashing neon signs. But it'll say, no hope. No hope, sinner. No hope, sinner. Would you just pay attention? Would you ask the Lord to show you your heart? Would you do that? Are you ready to go and be with the Lord, or do you want to spend eternity with Satan there in the bottomless pit? You say, well, don't try to don't try to frighten me, old trailblazer. I'm not trying to frighten you, my friend. I'm trying to warn you. the old the old rich man told Lazarus, he said, "Father, Father Abraham, would you send Lazarus here to just dip his finger in the cold water and bring it and let him touch my tongue with it And Abraham told him said, "No, my son, remember." Remember, there's a great gulf fixed between thee and 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 Lazarus. And he said, "Well, then let him let him send him to my father's house. I have five brothers there who are not uh, to not to come to this place. But my friend Abraham said they wouldn't believe. They wouldn't believe. No." If they won't have the truth now, if you won't have it now, the Lord's not going to send you a special revelation. He's not just going to send you anything, my friend, except his word. Christ is revealed through the word, through the word, through the word. God's word is a, a, uh, listen, my friend, there's no other place. There's no other way to come to know the Lord except being revealed to you through the scriptures. The Bible says through the foolishness of preaching, my friend, not foolish preaching, not joke telling, not smutty jokes, not golf jokes, not all those things, my friend, that we hear so much. Did you know that those pastors are going to have to stand one day and give an account of their soul of of their preaching? I'm going to have to stand, my friend, and give an account. Have I been true to you, my friend? Has the old trailblazer been? Oh, I may have stepped on your toes. I may have been uh, butchered the King's English. I may have rubbed you wrong way a little bit. But I'm telling you the truth, if you never repent, you're going to hell. Oh, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish I had more time this morning. This is Pastor Albert Pendorfus. Would you write me and let me hear from you? My mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box. 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785 This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close another morning and uh, would you write me and let me hear from you and help me with the broadcast. Would you sit down and write me a generous check and say, Pastor, go on. We don't hear this kind of preaching. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you Radio Missions is offering a flash drive containing sermons delivered by L.R. Shelton Sr., the founding pastor of the ministry. Each flash drive contains 844 sermons and over 500 hours of preaching. For more information on this historic offer, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658.